Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Rope Watch Snobs, the only watch podcast that knows that the pigeon in Catalonia that's in control of our legs, you have made it all the way to episode 204. Michael, Michael, happy fucking holidays. Kaz, Kaz, <laughs> happy holidays. It's my job. I, I have to start the show with a sense of urgency. This is not a humdy da blah, you know, watch podcast like, oh, we're gonna talk about the latest release. No, there is a sense of diuretic, just emergency. Okay, that's how we operate <laughs> day, the show. <laughs> One day, I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm gonna start the show with some some classy jazz music, and it'll feel very different. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I wanna. I want. I want to fuck with people. I want people <clears throat> to stop listening to the show. This is Michael and my personal conversation. You know what you all, you know what all you people are at home. All you orological voyeurs are people who are eavesdropping on Michael and my's conversation in a diner booth, and you're in the diner booth next to us, and you're either by your fucking self or whoever you're with is super boring. So you're eavesdropping <laughs> on the two really cool dudes who are having a very interesting conversation behind you by watches and nipples. That's how you. That's how you all people operate. Shame mm. on you. Disgusting. Scandalous. Mm, Happy holidays, nipples. Michael. Happy holidays. Oh boy, this is going to be a fun show. This is a big one. And it's kind of hilarious that we rediscovered the topic after forgetting about it. In true TBWS fashion, (laughs) we really just don't. Kind of like the time that we hit a major milestone with our uh, our plays. We hit a a million plays and just totally didn't even realize. We we, we celebrated (laughs) like months after the fact when we were already at 1.5 million plays. Like, oh, I guess we should celebrate a million plays now even though we're like 50 percent past that or whatever the fuck yeah. i'm not good at percents or whatever but this is going to be a very huge deal this episode 204 is the last episode of 2020 i think a year we can all agree on was um fairly uneventful so michael and i thought you know it'd be good to highlight that. but no it's a terrible year this year sucks it doesn't matter i'm actually going i'm actually in the process of getting a very special i survived 2020 watch which I'll talk about with people probably in January. <laughs> That's what this is, man. <laughs> I made it. I survived 2020. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. Episode 204, Michael and I have decided to reprise and and carry on the tradition. That's right. Episode, 200, episode 204, TBWS Best in Neurology Award Show 2020 to close in the year. We did one in 2018. Um, we just totally forgot to do one in 2019, but we're bringing it back for 2020. <laughs> so the previous <laughs> hooray. Hey, hooray. Hey, it's a show um mazel tov is a show the the previous episode we did for 2018 was in episode 109 so if you want to go back and listen to it go go for you know whatever it doesn't matter but this is the way it works to close in the year michael and i are hoping you are all dressed to the nines or dressed to the ten and twos if you will because this is the award ceremony that only tbws could do and that we don't actually send anyone that wins anything really which mainly us just casting aspersions and could you imagine if we did <laughs> just mail something well, well, to well, we mailed them a golden <laughs> bee like like a oh yeah here's your here's your golden bee here's your tbws golden nipple bee <clears throat> you know what i mean that's a that's a cute award <laughs> that's a very cute <laughs> award <laughs> not for me not for me in my last experience in hong kong with the b no no you know uh i still no. get people uh emailing me and, and messaging me about that joke one time it happened one time <laughs> my nipple was attacked by a b and oh my everyone loves telling me about it 
Um, I still have like phantom pain. Like that's how that was really bad. Um, what was I saying? We hope you are all dressed to the nines or the ten and twos, if you will, for the best in horology award show 2020. The only way TBWs can do it. Basically, the way it works is we've chosen different categories of watches, of watches, best of blah blah blah, best watch to do blah blah blah, and we award the winner of that category. You know, as we see fit. Most of them are 2020 releases. Some of them aren't. Um, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, this is not like, if you're expecting, oh, I can't wait for Mike and Cass to tell me what the best 200 meter diver is, that's not what this fucking show is. <laughs> okay. That's not, that, this is not that kind of award show. Let me read to you last year, not last year's, 2018's uh, awards here. Uh, best beads of rice. That's fairly normal. That was very popular in 2018. Best watch have food poisoning with. That was interesting one. Best hand job watch. Uh, best watch to wear in the midst of an existential crisis. Remember that one. Uh, best watch to wear while influencing a foreign government's elections. Um, let me see here. Worst vintage reissue. Surprisingly, we did not bring that one back this year. Uh, best watch to cave dive with while rescuing a soccer team of young boys in Thailand. That didn't age very well. Uh, watch most likely to lead to a divorce. This is not your typical award ceremony we're not going to give out like oh the best two-tone blah 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 that's just not that's just not what the show is so if that's what you're looking for i'll give you two seconds to get the fuck out of the room mm-hmm. one mississippi one, one, one mississippi two mississippi <laughs> okay guys the, the the squares left we're in this um we have we have a fuck ton of categories actually we have way more categories than last year i don't know if we're going to get through all of them should we just read down all the categories or should we discover them as we go through the show? I think as we go through the show. Okay. All right. Are, are you drawing? Just kind of keep, keep people, keep people in touch and, and curious. Are you, are you dressed for the awards properly? Are you, <laughs> how are, what are you wearing? Who are you, who are you wearing, Michael? What, what are you dressed appropriately for the show? I have, I have been existing in sweatpants since March. Oh Yeah. Do, well, do you have your dress your, your your dress sweatpants on with the with the with the pearl buttons and the and the leather and the leather strap? I don't dress do dress sweatpants. Dress sweatpants. Have I mean that that could that's that's the next level of athleisure. Uh, the next level of athleisure is when you just get fucking flex seal and paint your fucking pants on you. You just walk around. It's like <laughs> oh yeah, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my athleisure pants, and you just fucking flex seal you the whole bottom half of your disgusting body and you just walk around outside that's the next <laughs> level of athleisure you know you don't have to Convenient. you don't have to wash it. you just yeah. power wash your fucking legs to get them clean to get all the all the gunk and shit off the flex seal ah <laughs> <sighs> let's do this i don't want to do any housekeeping stuff we probably should actually we should honor tradition michael mm. i always got ahead of myself because i want to get through all these categories but michael would you like to honor tradition for the last time oh my god Michael, for the last time of 2020, would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? I would. <laughs> what, what do you wear? You go first. I'm, I'm talking too much. It's kind of just a, a, a basic staple of mine. It's the CWC Royal Navy Diver. Perfect. Uh, 80, 83 reissue mm. um, <clears throat> on a... On a Blue Shark NATO, and it's perfect for the weekend. And uh, I just actually, I forced my wife to watch Goldeneye for the first time last night. How did how did she <laughs> like it, or how bad did she not like it? She, well, I mean, you know the scenes where, um, you know, they just can't say no to Bond. She just she didn't get those. Those <laughs> didn't age like, well. I mean, truthfully, those <laughs> really. 
haven't aged well. There, there are some really cheesy spy movie tropes, but that are just very humorous mm-hmm. um, in that movie. And, and I think, I think after rewatching it so much, you, you start to realize that uh, it, it's kind of just a big, big parody of the genre. I think there, there, there are parts of that movie where it's just, it's just a big old parody of the whole spy genre. Uh, but I don't think, I don't think they really knew um, it was coming out that way. But I, I don't know. She uh, she endured because mm-hmm. uh, she was supposed to go out yesterday, and then her plans changed. And, so you uh, punished her further by making her sit down to watch Goldeneye with you. Well, I said when you're out, when you're out, uh, I'm gonna watch uh, this movie, and then she ruined my plans. Or <laughs> 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 she felt like she was ruining my plans, so she said, "Okay, I'll I'll sit down and watch this with you." Uh, but yeah, th- this is kind of, I, I guess, kind of the sort of watch that Commander Bond would wear in in real life, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. These are still, these are still issued or used in some capacity, and uh, CWC has a bunch of different different options. Uh, I've actually been looking at the black one lately. It's the 1987. Uh, it's a quartz version, just like this, but you have a day date, um, and it's just like a stealthier look. Mm. So. Fun watch, yeah. Just a quartz, quartz diver, and the end of my mill sub hunt. The end of the hunt. Um, my very long and drawn out misguided mill sub hunt, <laughs> full of crappy homages and uh, and watches that just didn't really stick. We've all, so. we've all, we we talked about this, you know, uh, on a previous episode. We dedicated a lot of airtime to just the idea of we all get stuck in this rut of searching for something when. Mm-hmm. Are searching to recreate some kind of feeling with the watch when the watch we know to be best is just it's always there. We know. Yeah, I, I mean, but this this is this is an issue with CWC, and I a lot of people reach out to me and ask me questions about it and and their watches. Uh, they don't they don't really put themselves out there. No, <clears throat> all that much. I, I I can count maybe two or three watch writers that really bring this brand into into light um there's still i think their main priority is um uh, you know supplying via contract for for military use yeah. um they're owned by a company called silverman's which is a a military slash outdoor outfitter in the uk um so it, it's they they aren't really the the big big brand it's it's uh it's all silverman's but i mean they make great watches they're just not really in the in the limelight all that often yeah i mean it makes sense if that's not where their main like revenue focus is that their main revenue focus is and people scrolling through instagram feeds on the toilet at four in the morning like yeah. that's fine dude <laughs> you know what i mean so great great watches though and uh i don't know i'm i might i'm thinking about it it might be a bit excessive there are probably more important things that i should be uh paying for or buying and like utility bills uh, but maybe maybe that black quartz, uh, all blacked out quartz version, that might be uh, the next CW. That could pick. be your I Survive 2020 watch. <laughs> maybe we'll see. Right? We'll see. I did I did just get something else that uh, I'll talk about later in a different episode. Um, maybe okay. by the time it comes in. So. Do I know about this, or is it going to be a surprise to me too? You don't. I don't think you know about this. It's not. It's not a big, big, expensive watch or anything. Okay. So, yeah, we can surprise the people later. And me, surprise me. But I don't. Know. I don't know what you got. Um, <laughs> very cool. Is it my turn? 
Yeah, perfect segue, bringing it full circle, and I appreciate the assist with the alley-oop. I am wearing the watch that Commander Bond probably wore in Her Majesty's Secret Service, wherever the fuck it's called, I have no idea. I'm wearing, I'm still wearing, I haven't stopped wearing the Omega Seamaster um, 2541 that you and 26 or 27 other, um, you know, colluders... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, banded together Valkyrie style Val Valkyrie style you know um, except this didn't end in my thwarted or unthwarted death um, Michael Michael and a bunch of our TB Dave's contributors um, editorial staff and patrons got together and gifted me um, incredibly generously the uh, Omega Seamaster 2541 quartz uh, that uh, the model that you know um, Pierce Brosnan wore as Bond in the Goldeneye film. I've talked about this watch so much on air. Uh, I was looking for this watch for a long time, and 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 what I experienced is actually what a lot of people go through. I kept asking people who either had this watch or other Seamasters, "Oh, how does it wear? Oh, how is the bracelet? Oh, how is the bezel?" And I heard some positive things, and I heard some negative things. Granted, I heard more positive than negative. The biggest negative I heard was like, oh, the bezel's crap. You can't turn it, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of that stuff deterred me. I don't know what the fuck people... I don't know if people are eating like buttery popcorn and then trying to turn the bezel on this thing, but I can turn it just fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like turning a bezel is not like counting money, guys. You don't lick your fingers first, okay? You just fucking turn it, man. So I don't know if maybe there's some kind of model-to-model -model difference where they have, like, bezel issues. I'm turning it now. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Turning with ease, man. Um, I don't know what people's issues is, but but a lot of that, a lot of what kind of forced me to initially friend zone this watch is that I'm like, oh, I don't, don't want to be one of the, you know, one out of ten people that gets, like, a bad bezel or has a bad experience blah 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 so I just didn't do it but I'm happy that Michael you my better half and broke watch snobbery and everyone else on the um, TBWS Patreon Slack and the TBWS editorial staff banded <clears throat> together uh, I got this watch because this thing it's a very rare thing in life and I'm saying this with, 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 with very incredible poignancy because I literally just finished Great Expectations uh, I've never read it. I've read it for the first time. Most things I picture going in my head, like going on in my head, never pan out in reality. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to walk into the store and it's going to do this and do this. And do this. No, it, it, it never works out. Like whatever your expectations are in your head, it just never works out. <clears throat> that's that's how I've conditioned myself to, to, to live. In my head, I always pictured this as a watch that would wear perfectly. It was the perfect weight. The size was great. The bracelet was perfect. Um, and this is one of the few times in my life where expectations in my mind actually matched up to reality. This watch, the Seamaster 2541, is exactly everything I needed to be as a, as based in how I had it in my head, you know? Despite, despite what people said online that might have swayed you. Yeah, fuckers. What's wrong with you? I don't understand why that, you have issues with this bezel. That reminds me, it, it's just, I wish... <laughs> I know that the internet and social media have done so much to propel this hobby and <clears throat> arguably we're part of that. Um, but I was listening. It, it almost makes me wish that going on the internet and learning about these things wasn't part of the hobby. Yeah. At least a little bit. 
uh, I was listening to a discussion between um, John Goldberger, the collector, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Davide Parmigiani, one of his dealers, and they were talking about collecting watches in the 80s. Yeah. Where you're, you know, and all they had were those massive mobile phones, first gen <laughs> Nokias or whatever, that looked like military pieces. Uh, and they'd say, well, you know, you really just had that, a crappy connection with your dealer on the other end. You might get a black and white faxed photo from the other side of the world. Wow. And you'd have to say, well, you know, just hold the watch. I'll be in South America next week. <laughs> uh, and then you've, you've never seen the person before. So it, it was just a very different thing. There weren't internet forms, no social media, yeah. no, you know wide internet infrastructure yeah well you use your comparison shopping has always existed it's just been totally transformed because of the internet you know what i mean um i would argue almost like i guess kind of maybe to the point that they were they were connoting maybe to an almost negative sense i researched something so much to the point where i talked myself out of it and sometimes that's okay sometimes it's okay maybe i shouldn't spend forty thousand dollars on a watch if i have student loans or something like that you know what i mean like so maybe talking yourself out of purchases is one thing but there are certain scenarios and this watch in particular is definitely one of them where you can talk yourself out of a purchase that's actually really really good i'll tell you a better example um that's probably more appropriate just because obviously this isn't this is not like a very casual purchase watch I talked myself in and out of buying that Evicta Pro Diver for so long. I was, right. I was, um, I was customer. I was like, you know, uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, I, I was, I was like shop comparison researching for so long, looking up specs and looking up this and trying to find videos and blah 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 to the point where I just talked myself out of it for a long time, and then eventually I just got the watch. And that Invicta Pro Diver is fucking awesome in that it shut the door on my 40 millimeter subcase hunt for $70. Nice. You know? Um, yeah. So I think there is a dark side to... I think the internet should be like the way it was when we were a kid in the 90s. You can only go on it with your parents' permission. Like, hey, kids, make sure you get your parents' permission before using the AOL keyword, two work watch knobs. Maybe that's the only <laughs> way we can use the internet from now on. You have to get your parents' permission. And if your parents, um, you know, unfortunately aren't around anymore, you can't go on the internet. That's just how it works. That's it. It's that's over. It. It's over for you. Yeah. You can maybe do it if you ask your legal guardian, which might be difficult if you're a 60-year-old man or woman. But I mean, like, you know... Um, Maybe you shouldn't be on the internet. Maybe everyone shouldn't be on the internet. My God, maybe that's that. Maybe that's the hotter take. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's fair. I think uh, we've we gave it a shot, yeah. and you know what? We really don't know how to use this thing properly for the betterment of society and humanity. Maybe only like three people should be able to use the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> Uh, well, that's good. Two quartz uh, divers with some kind of bond connection. I like that. I'll take it. I'll take it. But here, there are some there are some great shots of that watch, by the way, in Goldeneye. If you haven't oh seen it recently, just okay. it gets gets better every time. The end. Ah, oh, the new model when Sean Bean's looking at the older one. The new that was probably my favorite. You know what I mean? Like that's clearly like just two watches that they have yeah. a few seconds on, and I'm like, yeah, dude. And he wears he wears his on a strap. And it so looks, cool. Looks really good too. You should try that thing on. Well, 
the bracelet, I think you worked hard for that bracelet fit. So keep it on the bracelet for a while. With the amount of struggle <laughs> I had to go through to size this bracelet, it's staying on the bracelet for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks good on a strap. <laughs> rewatch, rewatch the movie. Yeah, I, I think he um, wears it. He wears it on leather or something like that. I might, uh, I might tinker with it. Maybe get on like a NATO or see if I have any uh, leather straps I want to give it a shot with. But for now. It's staying on the bracelet for a long time. For every for 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 every minute I spent sizing this bracelet, that's gonna be like a day I keep it on this bracelet. And let's just say I lost the better part of my entire day trying to fucking size this bracelet. So I'm gonna keep it on the bracelet for like maybe let's say a month, a month or two. Is that fair? <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's an that's appropriate fair. way um, to tackle it. But here, Michael, let us do this. It is time. <clears throat> That's my drum roll. Gotta have the rhythm. Hold on. It's time. That was the saddest fucking drum. I don't know if you can hear that. For the TBWS Best in Horology Horology Award Show <laughs> 2020. Cue music, blah, blah, blah. Pan shot, clapping, people in the audience, all the bullshit. It's meaningless. Let's do this. How many fucking categories do we actually have here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Lucky number, potentially 13. I, I don't know how to count. Anywhere between 12 and 14 categories here. How do you want to do this, man? Do you want to just go down the line with how I sent them to you? Or do you want to pick and choose, maybe? Do you want to <clears throat> cherry, cherry pick? Let's get started with this first one. Uh, just the the first one on the list. We can we can go down. Okay. We can start going down the list. I think that's that's fine. Jumping around might be hard to keep track of. Okay. Let's do. So the oh sorry the first category. Should I call it out? Yeah yeah no please go for it. I I I I, I have a qualifier in here, but you you please intro this category. I'll intro the next no, the next one. All right. Our first category this year is the best watch to wear while failing at your home renovation. So you did some you did some home renovation this year. <laughs> this is a special category. Because remember what I was saying before, guys, uh, about expectations in your mind versus how reality plays out? I think in no way is that more salient than fucking home renovations. Like doing your own. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to get this and it's going to be, it's going to take me 15 minutes to put flooring down and 1,500 square foot. And then eventually towards the end, a handsome man in plaid's going to come and help me. And then there's going to be a bunch of bounty commercials. And then in about a <laughs> half hour, all my floor is going to be done. Like, no, it's going to be, it's going to be your own personal home renovation trail of tears. A fucking month-long charge and just part of you is going to die and crumble away like a wet cake every day trying to do your own home renovation because you had to save a few thousand bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think especially this year, I think home renovations and DIYs, are they have to be up exponentially. Dog purchases, divorces, and home renovations have to be at an all-time high in 2020. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... Among other things. Among other things. <laughs> yeah, you know, other things. Um, with everyone stuck at home and all this bullshit and everyone working from home and maybe trying to carve out some sort of home office situation. So the best watch to wear while yeah. failing at your home renovation. This was an interesting one um, for me. I wanted to choose something that even if I was failing at a home renovation, which I did experience, I did my home renos. Um, mainly with my uh, Gavox Avidiver, which is not, I'm not wearing it now, it's not on my list, but that 
um, that Galax Avidar was actually super special. That was a that was a huge watch that got a lot of call outs in the 2018 show, um, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that was the watch I wore. So I tried to think of it as like, okay, what if I was doing a bunch of renovations, like during the quarantine? I think it's important to wear something that obviously will be fine if you you know, drop a hammer on it, or if it's, if you fall off a ladder and lie, or like something, like it should be able to be durable, but at the same time, I wanted to still have you feel like you're some sort of artisan, like, yeah, I am, I am making my own window bench out of two by fours and paint stirrers that I found, like you, it's, it's really important for you when you're doing home renovations in this situation, for you to feel empowered and maybe creative you can feel a little creative so i thought nothing more appropriate to foster the durable yet creative spirit than michael have you seen these i'm sending them to you now the casio utility marble these are casio watches that's classy i have not seen these these. are casio watches there's a g-shock there's the there's you know the dw kind of model the resin has been created in such a way where it looks like marble so even you can feel like michelangelo as you're uh brad nailing your palm to your uh wood trim you know what i mean uh i thought this was a classy yet appropriately durable watch to fucking just bomb your home renovations in what do you think I like it. I like it. Thanks. It reminds me of a well-done uh, kitchen counter. Right. It's, it's very nice. It feels very classy. You know, um, I obviously, I can't imagine. I should have looked at the price of these things. Under 150 bucks for all three of these models all day. Oh, geez. Wow. So even if you do somehow epoxy the watch and just destroy it, like if you epoxy it to like a sewer grate or something and it's just gone forever... You're only out like a hundred bucks. At least you're not doing your fucking home renos and your sub because your sub is your weekend watch. Fucking idiots. <laughs> your beater. My beater. Oh yeah, blacked out subs, my beater. Fuck you, dude. All right. Asshole. Such a stupid piece of shit. Um, what's funny is everyone's getting all this hate and like, wow, who the fuck is Kaz hating on? You're never going to know. You're never going to know. <laughs> that's just what it is. So that's my pick. That's my pick. The Casio Utility Marble came out uh, November 2020, um, best watch to wear while failing at your home renovation. That's my pick. What about you? What did you first think of? Did you also go the G-Shock Casio route? No, mm. I, I went the emotional support route. So oh, good. The um, other side. The key word here. The key word here is failure. A word I'm familiar Dad, with. Dad, is that you? Uh, <laughs> How did you get this number? <laughs> <laughs> and and when I think of a failed home renovation, I think of the condition my home is in right now. I'm uh, so sorry. We had a That's nice right. catastrophic flood uh, this this uh, this I year. I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> my master is destroyed. Uh, oh, my, my master bath is non-existent. Master closet gone. Seep down to the living room. It, so basically, what would happen if you hit a pipe? by accident it, and just, it looks like michael's squatting in his own abandoned home that's kind of like what yeah. it looks like right now yep and then happened around the holidays contractors aren't working probably not going to be all finished until spring next year but that's okay so one thing that really got me through was the watch that i was actually wearing when i discovered all of that okay uh, so i'm gonna pick my doxa <laughs> 
sub 300 oh, as the best watch to wear because at least i could look down and smile perfect uh and and transport myself away to a different world uh and and there is there is no other watch that can do that for me so if you just want to uh bask in that sense of escapism just for a moment and forget about real life i think I think you should. You can also go that route if you just want to pretend that real life isn't real life. <laughs> I get something that you can smile at, and for me, that's something, something around the, the lines of a doxa. I'd say. I like that. It's a very personal choice. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, I'll leave it at Maybe that. Maybe that's <laughs> the best watch to fail a whole Reno in. Whatever your favorite watch is, so at least you can look at your wrist and say, "It's okay. Yeah. I still have the doxa." Yeah. Oh, dude. The the worst part by far um, are the air movers when they're drying. The what? Oh, because you have to keep the... You, to prevent like, the moisture blasting. and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, you got to dry out the house and those things were just running for a week. It's like, you know, you wake up in the morning and you feel like, I don't know, you're in a war zone or something. Uh, no, I'm, this is a serious question. I'm not being facetious. I'm legitimately curious. Would it be easier if there was a very convenient fire and and you got like a payout from that? I'm not I like 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 I'm not I'm not I'm being serious. What would be an easier insurance situation to deal with? Uh, probably probably the water. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's probably, fine. That's fine. Probably I'm the literally, water. I literally don't know. I just feel so bad you have to live through this. I'm like I'm like maybe they just maybe they just like a very convenient fire just happened to break out. Like would that I would, I would have way more explaining to do. Uh, on, on during the discussions with my adjuster, way more explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I wasn't home, and uh, some kind of fire seemed to have just uh, ex- just exploded in the middle of my hallway. Okay, so let me understand. A fire spontaneously occurred in your hallway. Yeah, it must have been one of those you know pyrotechnic poltergeist situations. You know, they, they we're rife with them here in the Pacific Northwest. I would assume. <laughs> yeah, I could have seen that being an awkward conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Don't yeah. houses spontaneously combust? No, humans potentially spontaneously combust. Houses, I guess houses do spontaneously combust. Well, do you have do you have gas? You have you have gas at home? We do have gas. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> just do thing. the just do a good full Jason Bourne. Put some pots and pans into a microwave. Hit popcorn. Pull the gas line out, and then just run out the door, and then you know the the house will house will blow. I still don't understand how it caused that house to blow up in that scene. I literally two broke two broke insurance fraud snobs two, two broke anarchist cookbook snobs. <laughs> that was a blast from the past. I don't know where that fucking came from. Jeez, no one Google yeah. that by the way. Um, <laughs> let us do this to find choice, and I completely understand you choosing uh, the Ducks Sub Three Hundred. Shall we move on to the next uh, the next topic here? So okay, this one's kind of lost. I understand the reference, but this one's lost on me. Can I enter this one though, since you entered the last one? Right, right, yeah, go for it. For our next category, uh, 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 this is the best watch to complement your exotic cat zoo side hustle. Now, um, I understand this is a reference to to the cat show on, on, on Netflix, right? I forgot what it was called. I already forgot what it was called. I forgot what I have for breakfast this morning. Um, uh, Tiger King. Tiger King. Tiger I King. was going to say, That's I was going to say Pussy Whisperer, but Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King is definitely more right. He's more writer. Um, That's a book. <laughs> Pussy Whisperer is a self, self-help book. No one Google that again. <laughs> I can't be, contr- I cannot be held responsible for what you Google in or around the show. 
Uh, but yeah, so I understand this is a reference to that. Um, I chose the thing that I thought reminded me the most of a cat's anus. <laughs> that's no, okay, that's literally that's literally the impetus or impetus, however you say it, for me choosing a watch. Oh. <laughs> I chose... What is this thing? This is the Casio G-Shock Limited Edition DBZ, man. This is the Dragon Ball Z watch. It looks like an angry, inflamed cat's anus. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And it kind of maybe looks like a tiger if the tiger got hit by a fucking... by a tow truck. So, yeah. This is the watch I'll choose. The best watch to complement my exotic cat Zeus side hustle. The G-Shock Limited Edition DBZ watch. That's all I have to say about it. That's just... This is the only thing I can think of. Cat anus, indeed. This is an uh, ugly fucking watch. I don't care. I don't care. You you can be like, well, no, it's got no, no, no. That line of thought needs to just be eradicated from the earth. It is an objectively ugly watch. Everyone on the earth, everyone on earth, has heard Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off," and everyone on earth agrees this is an ugly watch. That's it. All right. Uh, it's a catchy. It's I mean, a catchy my choice. Song. It's just a really. It's a really catchy song. Yeah, yeah, it is. What's your choice? My choice is pretty obvious. I, I mean, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the Rolex Leopard Daytona. Oh my god, I total. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. If Selena I mean, Kyle was for some reason in charge of that cat zoo, if Catwoman was in charge of that cat zoo or whatever, I could totally see her wearing this also. This thing is trashy. <laughs> And this is coming from somebody who likes the Rainbow Daytona. This thing is oof. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Uh, the Sotheby's the Sotheby's link that I sent you says that it's this one in particular sold for fifty six thousand two hundred fifty Swiss francs. Look at that. How, Hot dog. Is this like a common thing, or was this like a like a series of like custom watches that they did? Like what? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. What is this? It's not even that old. It says 2014. So I guess this was a popular style, I suppose. The <laughs> Leopard was launched at Basel 2004, immediately admired for its unconventional appearance. Adrian Brody uh -huh. has an unconventional appearance. This watch is fucking ugly. All right? Come on. Collect. <laughs> Referred to as a wild beauty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez is a wild beauty. This is a fucking watch, a fucking ugly watch. Okay, if we have to qualify trace chic adjectives and bullshit, this is an ugly fucking watch. All right. Yep. God. Ugh, okay. Next category. Next song. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Trying to write down the choices so I can do a proper. Uh, recap at the end. Le Paul. Uh, ooh, next category is yours. Best Rolex to wear in the hot tub. Um, I can't remember the last time I was in a hot tub. Uh, I <laughs> went. Right. I went. Uh, I did a little getaway at Mount Rainier this year with the uh, with the in laws, mm -hmm. and there was a hot tub uh, outside the the cabin that we rented. But I didn't. I didn't want to get in there because. You know, something about people going in and out of the same body of water uh, of just didn't feel clean. So I'm not really a hot tub guy, I guess I could say. I mean, neither am I. Because literally, when was, the last time, when was the last time you were in a hot tub? Dude, 
literally before I had a proper conception of A, germs, and B, my own mortality. I don't like the idea (laughs) of a hot tub because it's basically just you in a giant soup of other people's genitals. Like, oh, that's good. Other humans' genital water is up to the bottom of my nipples. That's what a hot tub is to me. That's disgusting, dude. All right? Because hey, every time, every time we're on vacation, my wife's like, "Oh, let's go to the hot tub." I'm like, "No, can't we? If you really want to do that, let's just have dangerous, unprotected sex with strangers. Let's just not do the hot tub thing." Because in my mind, it's the same thing. Or let's yeah. walk around licking doorknobs. In my mind, it's the same thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine being married to me, guys. Michael, Michael <laughs> has to do a show with me, and that sucks. But my wife <laughs> has has to live with me. That sucks, man. All right. I, and we're we're specifically saying Rolex, and and this this is very yeah. easy for me. It's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna send you a link here. I I think there's nothing better than specifically <laughs> the solid 18 karat yellow gold reference one one six six eighty eight yeah yacht master two yeah. I mean, we're 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 in the same boat. I specifically chose uh, a 2020 Rolex that has nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not a yacht master. I chose one of those new Sky Dwellers and Oyster Flex. Oh yeah, that's sexy. Just because I'm like I'm like you know what this would seem like a really stupid thing to wear in a hot tub without like a shirt on and there's champagne flutes and you're like yeah man life's awesome even though life is really <laughs> really not awesome if you take out. Maybe the five percent of life, which is fun movements, life is ninety-five percent drudgery and bodily functions and misery. It's really five percent of life, which is perspective. All right, uh, but I should clarify. Hashtag it gets better. I don't want any of this coming back to me. This is just my very weird sense of reality. But yeah, when I pictured when I pictured someone in a hot tub with a Rolex, I'm like, it's gotta be one of these fucking weird ass sky dwellers they put out on oyster flex so that's that's my so we were totally in the same mind mind zone mind freak on this one <laughs> you know let me write this down this next one's personal <laughs> another short one i'll introduce this category <clears throat> also this is a great time to shout out everyone on the patreon slack for um a lot of these categories are from them <laughs> Lots of categories yes. coming. That's why. That's why the stupid Tiger King one was on here. I'm like, I don't know what the. I'm just gonna choose the cat, the cat asshole one, uh, the cat hole one. Um, but this one was also contributed by the TBW's Patreon. Uh, and the next category for best in horology uh, 2020 award is best watch to pine after for so long that your friends get so fed up that they buy it for you. Um, I'm gonna choose the the Omega Seed Master two five four one. That's my choice. What's what's your choice, Michael? I'm gonna pick the Citizen Eco Drive Pro Master Diver because wow. I was I was in the same kind of so kind of boat, <laughs> and I I remember talking about that watch a lot. If you, if you go back to the earlier episodes, I, I was talking about it quite a bit, and then I think at one point you were you were just like, all right, I'm gonna get Mike this watch, and that's the watch that you got me. <laughs> I love that and watch. It's great. I was actually wearing it yesterday. I love, nice. love that watch. That watch is, dude, that watch needs to get more credit as, in my opinion, one of the new kings of the quote unquote affordable diver. If someone comes up price, to you. Price hasn't gone up or anything weird no. like that. It's just steady. Yeah. Uh, I think you can get them. It's easier to get them on bracelets these days. Uh, wasn't exactly the case a few years back. Right. 
Great, great little watches. Yeah. If someone comes up to you and they says, oh, hey, you know, uh, uh, what's a great dive watch for under $200? If you're about to say Seiko SKX or Seiko 5KX, whatever the fuck, you need to, you need, you need to shut your mouth. All right. Because <laughs> those days are fucking gone. The days of Seiko being the affordable diver, quote unquote, are fucking gone. That ship sailed, burned down, sunk. It's gone. Fish are living in it now and fucking in it and everything like that. That ship is just gone. Okay. The new <laughs> kings of affordable divers are uh, that Citizen um, EcoDrive mm-hmm. Promaster, uh, Orient Mako 2s, and uh, the other Orients that are actually going on right now, which are really, really cool. The Kamasu and... Um, yeah. There are other ones I can't fucking remember right now with an Orient, but like those should be your new um, go-to recommendations when someone says, oh, hey, what's a cool, you know, affordable diver? Fuck, fuck the Seiko <laughs> SKX bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, I'm right there with you. Telling you, man. Uh, ah, I am very happy this next one is going to you because I feel like you would enjoy this one. Why? I feel like you would enjoy this one. He was your he was your Slack avatar, your Slack your, your Slack avatar for some some time. You explained to me the phenomenon of this particular media personality because I don't really know anything about him. Uh, he's not exactly the kind of person you'd want to emulate, but um. All right, so here we are with the best watch to wear while listening to Alex Jones in your bunker. So there are a few things going on here. First of all, Alex Jones, uh, you can take him or, or leave him. <laughs> you can take him uh, or leave him. There is, there is a bunker in this scenario, which I think is the underrated element here. Of course. Uh, so we're in a bunker, uh, and we're going to be listening to him. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's bl- he's banned for most major platforms, so you, I don't know where you're going to be listening to him. Ham radio. Um, <laughs> radio That's the go. only thing I could think of in a bunker. In a bunker. This is perfect. All right, so we got your, you got your ham radio, and you're listening to Alex Jones, and you're in your bunker. Uh, by the way, by the way, he's oh, he's got a, he's got a couple Rolexes. He's got a Hulk. This guy. Really? Do you think he's a watch person? Or do you think he's a wealth enthusiast? I think I think this this guy's got some money. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> make fun of him all you want, but this guy's got some. He's he's made quite a bit of cash doing what he does. Of course. Um, uh, I will eat my neighbors. Okay. <laughs> what does it even mean? What are you, Mike Tyson? I'm gonna eat his children. The moment the moment he said that, I knew I was a fan. I was like, all right. <laughs> Ironically, you should, I mean, well, I, mean, I'm, I shouldn't I shouldn't qualify it for you. I just don't want to lose listeners for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I want to lose listeners for the right reasons. All right. Yeah. He he went on air and said he will eat his neighbors. Um, uh, sounds, and with that, like my kind of chat. <laughs> so, so my pick actually is is a watch that I've been I've actually seriously been looking at for a while. Okay. Uh, but I feel I feel like it's kind of expensive for what it is. So I, I feel guilty about it. It's kind of a cool watch. God, my dog is going nuts. So this is the is that, is, is, that, Lumen- is Alex Jones in your house? Is that what your, your dog is going? <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, very interesting. Okay, I'm catching this what you're throwing the, down. This is the Luminox Bear Grills Survival Master Series 3749. <laughs> if you need to gut and skin your neighbors. This is, this is just perfect. I love perfect how watch the back of the watch says never give up. Yeah. That's great. 
this is a good one. This is because uh, so what's funny is you and my like brain waves as always, Michael, because you're my better half and broke watch snobbery. We're totally in the same space. I love this watch. Your watch is actually a much more. How much is this watch? Nine hundred bucks. It's kind of it's kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. It's a it's a luminous. Michael, can you put a price on survival? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You really. You really shouldn't hold back in this case. When the I shit suppose. hits the fan, Michael, you got to know what to do, man. You got to know you can count on yourself and your watch. <laughs> when you're fighting the globalists. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> if you hesitate, they're not going to, Michael. All right? <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. This is the best part of my week. Um, excellent choice. Trey Chic. Not really, but you know what I'm trying to say. Do you want to mm-hmm. see mine? I'm bringing back an oldie because it's the only one I could think of for this man. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll this take is, a look. This is why we are in the same brain, brain space. The best watch, the best watch to wear while listening to That's Alex so Jones funny. in your bunker is the Richard Mille Tourbillon Chronograph Adventure partnership between Sylvester Stallone and Richard Meal. Yes, that's right. I'm talking about this fucking watch again. This is the stupidest million dollar watch on earth. Did you see that video that he did with um <clears throat> I think it was Christie's or Phillips? They auctioned off maybe four of his I watches. I was going to send you was- the link. The reason I'm also talking about this is because he just auctioned it off. Yeah. He said, he said something like, well, if you're out in the jungle and you're lost and you can't find your way back with this watch, you're an idiot. <laughs> is that literally not the joke that I made, like doing his impression on air? <laughs> I was just talking to the doctor. He said, you want to be a vacation time, but you can't really get back. You can't moss on the north side of the trees. You can find north side. Boom, you're being stupid. You dig yourself a trench out of the chair. And there's a be a car coming out of the car. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Why would I buy this watch? I'm just watching a man have a stroke in front of me. All right. These these watches are very much uh, mirror images of each other. Also. That's why it's just one, why it's one at the far end of the other spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> let me, very let, cool. me, let me uh, quickly give folks a rundown uh, of this fucking... Let me see what's happening here. Uh, there's a water purification tablet in here. Um, <laughs> it's like the biggest thing to note with this fucking watch. Come on, give me some specs. I don't. I know what he looks like. Uh, Turbion, twenty pieces, blah blah blah. Base plate, titanium, uh, blah blah blah. Subjective to blah blah blah. Chronograph, blah blah blah. An ultimate piece was this. Okay, the development was especially slow and painstaking. As an object, it is completely in sync with the brand. Extreme. Designed for extreme conditions, useful, sophisticated, and complex, yet unbelievably tough. It has a function indicator in a manner similar to a car's gearbox. The function... I'm not reading all this. is fucking stupid. This is a dumb copy. This is a stupid fucking watch. But I pictured someone <laughs> literally talking themselves into seeing that Sly was auctioning this up. Like, oh my god, that's it. This is my 1 in 20 chance of getting the perfect survival watch to have 
have down in my bunker and I can use the three cent water purification tablet to purify, you know, the, the, the water drip off in the corner of my bunker because I made my bunker out of cinder blocks I found behind Publix. This is the perfect way to survive the apocalypse. That's like this. <laughs> that's like the, the fictitious scenario I put this poor fucking person in. So you and I were totally in the same headspace. I just had to bring back this fucking sly Richard Meal Watch. <laughs> so let me write down Perfect. yours. Let me write down yours. This, this is great. So good. Uh, all right, where are we now? Ah, ooh, wee. Okay. I like this, this one. This is getting better. I like this, this getting one. We're getting, we're getting good now. Uh, the next category uh, is best watch to buy with money you steal or squeeze from the peasants. Mm. I went first, or you went first last time. Shall I go first this time? Yeah. I'm yeah, what do you very got? excited about this. Because uh, this watch... Let me send this to you. I chose... The best watch to buy with money you steal or squeeze oh from peasants is the Roger Dubuis Excalibur Superbia reference, if you need a reference for some fucking reason, RDDBEX0821. This is an $800,000 watch. Uh, let me open up the link. Uh, Excalibur Superbia. Uh, for the first time, blah, blah, blah. Released this year, two flying tourbillon manufacturer skeleton caliber, 72 hours of power reserve, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just covered in fucking like sapphires and diamonds. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I don't even know why I'm looking for specs. You really went all out. <laughs> it's just it's just covered in diamonds and sapphires. And I'm like, there's really only so many messages you can say with a watch like this. And I feel like... I'm not going to buy something practical with money I steal from peasants. You know what I mean? I'm going to buy something that's very clear the money I used to buy this watch. <laughs> I stole it. Or squeezed it from peasants. So that's my pick. The mm. Roger Dubuis Excalibur Superbia. Reference Man, mine, R mine looks like a G-Shock compared to yours. <laughs> reference R-D-D-B-E-X-Z or is, uh, uh, it doesn't matter what the fucking reference is. Just just Google Roger Dubuis, Roger Dubuis Ugly Watch, and I'm sure you'll find ever every Roger Dubuis watch that ever existed. But what's your, uh, what's your, God, this is, okay, so objectively, I do find it aesthetically pleasing. It is a good-looking watch. It's just quite garish. It's it's a little much. You know what I'm saying? That's all you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? We, we were aligned on the last one, <laughs> Oh, so right. good <laughs> okay let's see if i was uh orchestrating the largest transfer of wealth in american history mm -hmm. squeezing the cash from the peasants <laughs> let's see it's loading let me see what you got i i, I would want to be a little subtle about it and i picked a watch that i actually selfishly really enjoy okay and it was a really really nice release from this year it is the Vacheron Overseas Perpetual Calendar, ultra-thin with the blue dot. I am very familiar with this watch. This watch is actually going to make another appearance in this episode. But yeah, this is, ah. this is, because <laughs> you and I were both kitten-smitten like motherfuckers when, just needless to say, this was probably the coolest thing that happened from, what was that event called? Watches. Watches and Wonders? No. Or whatever? Is that when they did it? Isn't that, isn't that when they did it? 
I don't know. I don't even remember. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Watches and Wonders. It was April 2020. That's when this watch came out. I think that's when that. I think that's uh, that was around that time. Yeah, because we we were going through the releases of one of those things, mm-hmm. and this was we 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 both really enjoyed this. And I don't think Beautiful. I don't think it came out originally with a blue dial. Hmm. Um, the blue dial came out later in the year. I think. Uh, when is this thing? Maybe. Oh, maybe it did come out with a blue dial. This thing is yeah. so gorgeous. God damn. God damn. This yeah. is a great choice. Yeah, the overseas uh, kind of like the 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 big pilot cases that IWC does with the perpetuals. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really really nice case to fit in a perpetual calendar slash dial display. It fits Look really. The really bracelet. Well. I have a. I have a. I have a, a. An unrelated question. Is your dog okay? Can you hear her? Oh yeah. She's barking a lot. She'll, I don't know. She's she on fire. That dog or? is downstairs. <laughs> That's how I would bark if I was on fire. Oh, there might be people outside. If they have signs, don't open the door. I will eat my neighbors. They, they heard you. If they have signs <laughs> and like farming tools, do not open the door. All right. Oh, boy. But this is an excellent choice. I love this watch. I love this watch. You know? Cool. $88,000. A mere drop in the bucket compared to my eight hundred thousand dollar. Sheesh, Roger Dubuis, Excalibur Scopelbia. Let me write down yours here. Good pick, Vacheron Constantine Overseas Perpetual Calendar Ultra Thin Blue. I love it on the bracelet. I'm not normally like a gold person. I'm not a giant fan of gold. Um, but this is a fucking gorgeous watch. Well, if it yeah, it's just like the other overseas. It comes with those quick swap, uh, oh, like the little bracelets. the little things in the back that like you just quickly unlatch them or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and you get a leather one and you get a rubber strap as well. Mm. So, so cool. You can feel classy, classy with the leather. <sighs> All right, next one's yours. Next category is yours. As I as I punch the microphone by accident. Planes flying outside. That guy's going really fast. There's a lot going on. All right. Okay. You need help, Michael? Get in your bunker with your Bear Grylls watch. I'll bring my Richard Neal <laughs> Adventure Chronograph watch, and we'll survive this thing together. You have one of those? I can find one, maybe, <laughs> know, or, or print one out on the computer. I don't know. Best watch to wear on the Fourth of July. This is wholesome. I enjoy this. This was a fun one. What do you got? I'm gonna pick a watch that I that I bought recently actually okay okay um, cuz it just it kind of it, it takes me back to I think maybe my younger years mm. when I had a, a couple of them but I'm going to actually let me see if I can find a link um, can't spell I can't spell to save my life I'm going to send you the Amazon link <laughs> you purchased this item um just because it makes me feel like a kid again. Let me see. What do we and got? And it's ah yes, super straightforward. I'm gonna pick the Timex Camper 36 millimeter with the black dial. I love it. Um, it's quartz. It comes with a nice nylon strap. It's simple. It's exactly the kind of watch that I want to be wearing uh, if I was just firing off bottle rockets in the in the street. <laughs> and, you know, scaring kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> scaring dogs. Scaring your neighbors' little dogs. Yeah. Right? This is a good one. I, I, I enjoy this pick. 
Uh, especially because I also chose a Timex. Oh, great. I, I chose a Timex that was a little more on the nose with the 4th of July theme. After the last few choices, I wanted something just a little wholesome. <laughs> so my favorite, my, my best watch to wear on the 4th of July is the Timex Standard Peanuts Snoopy USA. It's got Snoopy on it. It's got American flag. The fucking bird is there. The name I can't remember. It has a very nice onion crown. 40 millimeters. Mwah. Fun. Another another good option is the... Uh, you remember the George W. Bush one? No. It's, basic, it's basically the easy reader. Oh, um, with the flag on it, right? It just has a flag. I remember. Yeah. That's, also great, that's also a great choice. <laughs> yeah. You know? Cool. <laughs> I like how we both picked Timex. Yeah, man. Why not? So that's... So very good. Very, very... Excellent. Let me write down... Yours, I can do a proper fucking Timex camper. Very cool, man. Timex camper. Put you there. All right, what do we got next? Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, the answer to this one's pretty obvious. Um, or at least it was obvious to me. Uh, next up in the TBWS Best in Horology Awards 2020, uh, best watch marketing for a new launch. And by best, we obviously mean the fucking worst. Uh, watch marketing for a launch. Can I just throw my obvious answer out there? And you can tell me if it's what you were thinking as well. Uh, go for it. Accutron. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we did the episode, I think this year again, where we went through ads. Um, it was so bad, we literally dedicated an episode to telling you how bad it was. Yeah, and, and we found actually that, um, you know, some brands actually do the whole marketing campaign stuff really really well yeah even if it's on the cheesier traditional swiss watch marketing side uh but this was kind of this almost went on for years because we got a teaser for a new accutron two um, years ago i think it was right yeah, yeah yeah something like that and we thought to ourselves okay the the line is coming back it's going to be affordable uh maybe we'll get some of the military pieces uh, and it just it, it spun out of control i think um, and then there was an effort with a bunch of different websites uh, that were also kind of cross promoting and doing sponsored content. Uh, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. And, and they're they're really nice, but it's just it's not really what the Accutron was. Yeah, um, it, 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 it just represents a totally different line within Bulova right now. We're speaking specifically with the recent, like the the quote unquote Space View Two. You know what I'm saying? Right, we're on the same page, yeah. right? The problem yeah. is it wasn't in so much that the actual marketing itself was bad. It was just so antithetical to the watch family's understanding of the space view originally. So go back, look at the space view ads or whatever that all came out, or you can go back and listen to the episode we did about it. It's like a bunch of dudes hitting on like old dudes hitting on really young girls while just like wearing this watch <laughs> and it's like a four thousand dollar watch and like what the fuck does this have to do with the space view that we all have a pretty under like a pretty appropriate cultural understanding on not even just that also the price it was like it was a few thousand bucks and it's just the people for like the cheapest one. There's yeah. one that's w way more. The people who are pining after the space view are the people who wouldn't necessarily be super inclined to pay that much money for a watch to begin with because they're used to seeing like used space views under a thousand bucks or a few hundred bucks on like eBay. 
That's yeah. that's you know what I mean. So just in terms of how badly executed a marketing campaign was in conjunction with a watch, it was just bad. The only thing I could think of is that Bulova was trying to figure out what their quote unquote luxury watch could be, and they're like, "Hey, let's just do this fucking new uh, Accutron thing we've been kicking around for a couple of years." I mean, that's not how they talk. Um, you know what I mean? And maybe that's why it happened. Um, that's. I mean, it looks it looks really cool. It I just looks wish cool. I, I just wish I knew right off the bat that this was was gonna be in a completely different, you know. I would have line. managed my expectations better. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Yeah. Is that what you would have chosen as well? I don't. I don't want to put like words in your mouth. That that is that I I, I literally can't think of anything else that that got me. I had a runner up. What, what was it? Zodiac giving us the opportunity to vote for new colors on this on the Super Seawolf whatever GMTs. In theory, that's great. It's totally benign, but at the same time, maybe we don't know what's good for us. Maybe we don't know what kind of <laughs> colors we want to see in this. You're not fucking Lay's, Zodiac. We're not supposed to be able to vote on new flavors. Like, just just make watches. Okay. Put them out there and see what happens because i because right. what's happening now is i've become so desensitized to all these different color variations that are coming out with the zodiacs not all of them were like the ones they voted on blah 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 but it's just like i think the main one was that stupid sherbert the <laughs> the creamsicle one with the orange and yellow it's so or ridiculous. orange and white or whatever it's so dumb dude and that that can turn out really so for example tag hoyer did it really well with the um the Octavia. Mm. That, that was they had a ton of different models that people uh, voted for, and then the winner was the Octavia, I think caliber twelve or something like that. Uh, the, the, basically, the one that you see today, yeah. the, the chronograph with the 12, 12 hour bezel. It looks really cool, and I think they did that really well. Uh, the difference is also Tag Heuer can supply that <laughs> watch that people voted for. Zodiac is making these things weirdly limited yeah um so yeah i i, I get it yeah. it's kind of annoying so the winner is definitely accutron with the worst watch marketing launch fucking ever i'll give a runner-up to zodiac just because it just it's it's not special anymore with all these different new colors and like like it almost cheapens it you can choose new colors. Oh, we're doing a collaboration with the guy down the street from you sells hot dogs, and now our watches are coming in blue and yellow. It's just like, okay. It feels really meaningless now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I'll give the runner up to to um, to Zodiac. Uh next category. Are you good to keep are you good to keep going? Yeah. Good. We're gonna yeah, do we're, this. We're gonna finish this. We're gonna go through all these fucking categories. <laughs> do this. We're gonna do this, Michael. Next one is on you. Michael, would you like to introduce Oh, I got a good one. The next category. <laughs> so this is this is uh this is a returning category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a family favorite here at TVWS. Uh it is the best watch to have when you have the uh, best watch to wear when you have food poison. <laughs> And I'm not thinking like, oh, I had some eggs that weren't, you know, right. My, I'm a little rumbly in the tumbly. I mean, bowl hugging. You wish for the sweet, remorse, remorseless scythe of death to whisk you away, to get you out of this pain. Like, I think we've all been in that level of food poisoning before. Like, <laughs> like I can't remember the last time I had food poisoning. 
Well, you're low. I feel like most food poisoning mishaps are meat based, so you, obviously you're not going to get into those situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, someone um, underprepared my pork eyes, and then you get fucking sick from that or whatever. Whatever. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure what people eat anymore. Um, the best washed out food poisoning with, and I mean fucking virulent. I am. I have to be either dying. My bacon was bad, or I'm patient zero. Food poisoning, like really bad food poisoning. Selfishly, I'm going to pick a watch that I, I'm still considering. Oh, okay. If the uh, if the time is right, it's uh, it's not really that expensive for what it is, uh, and I know that this can take any kind of immersion in bodily fluids <laughs> that you can. How you many can bodily fluids are you excreting to immerse something? <laughs> I, I just it's <laughs> been a while since my last <laughs> food poisoning episode. But I can tell you, if if that's something you're worried about, this is uh, th- this this will do. <laughs> it is, it is, it is a mud master. <laughs> oh my god, I, I love it. I love it already. Puns, <laughs> puns abound. I love it already. Yes, it's 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 a mud master. Can we call it the mud butt master and just own it? <laughs> you did it. You did it. The mud butt master, Casio. Yes. Cassio, you can send your royalty checks to tbws.contact.gmail.com. Sorry. Cassio G-Shock Mudmaster. GGB100, I guess it looks like. Yeah, this this one's got a carbon, like a carbon composite frame to it, so it's lightweight. Should hose off easily. Know? Yeah. 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 yeah not, not really heavy as you're hugging that bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is perfect. You know what's funny? When we were renovating our bathrooms, um, my wife was just like, oh, I want to find a bowl that's like like a toilet that's pretty and like I want it to fit the design of the bathroom. I'm like, no, no, no. We have to think of worst case scenarios. What toilet do I want to be looking at when I'm vomiting in it? If I can find the toilet that I like in that scenario, I'll like it in any scenario. So like I feel really bad about it today. But we got good toilets. We did get good toilets. I'm glad. That's how you Wait, do it. you have more than one toilet in the bathroom? Uh, No, we have two bathrooms. Okay. Because I thought you only renovated one bathroom. We renovated one bathroom, but we bought two toilets, so when we do renovate the other one, we already have the toilet ready. Where's the other toilet? In the middle of my living room. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even... I've just... I rest my drink on it now. I'm like not... I'm immune... I'm immune to how out of place it is in my fucking home. The, okay. the cats sit on it sometimes. It's just... When it's ready, it's there for us, man. Got it. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a good plan. Yeah. It's a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that damn thing just sitting in the middle of the living room. This is a good one, though. I like this one. I like this one a lot. This is appropriate. You know? Yeah, the, the, the some of the press images where the watch is covered in mud really just made me think about this scenario. <laughs> Castillo Mud Butt Master. I'm in it, man. I love it. <sighs> My turn? Yep. Huh. So, uh, my choice for best watch to have uh, food poisoning with is the Cartier Privé Tank Asymmetrique because I think the only way this is going to look good is if you have food poisoning. Maybe it'll look normal if you're very dizzy. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's fair. That's fair. Any person not enthralled in the throes of, you know, last week's London broil they found behind their fridge would find this watch fucking ugly. But if you did have that week old London broil sandwich you found behind your fridge, like Homer's sandwich, 
this watch might look good if you were super food poisoning dizzy. Yeah. Otherwise, this is a stupid fucking watch. <laughs> it's like someone was fucking around on MS Paint and they didn't know how to control Z. Yeah, if you're hanging upside down uh, above your toilet and just puking. And someone's hitting me with salami. Like, just hitting yeah. me with, like, baseball bat-sized <laughs> salami. Maybe this will be a good-looking watch. Uh, yeah, you can probably read the time. <laughs> you gotta be upside down. You can probably read the time. That's my choice. That's my pick. Best washed yeah, out food poisoning. I, I, I don't remember with. this one. This is a weird. This is a weird one for Cartier because I, I I like the. Um, it came out. <clears throat> I like the tank. Yeah, it came out during the uh, watches and wonder, fucking uh, this year the online bullshit event or whatever the fuck it was called. Mm. Stupid fucking watch. I don't understand. You know what's great about this? At least thirty people must have seen this and like passed off. And like, oh, this is gonna be. Oh my god, this is going to be the greatest watch. Everyone will kill their mothers for this watch. We're like, no, people are going to see a picture of it and say, huh, that's ugly, and then keep on scrolling. <laughs> that's that's what your life's work amounted to, guys. Sorry. Casio Mud Butt Master. Oh, I just love that. I got to, buy it. Got to like write that out. Good. Excellent. Uh, we are good on time, Michael. We're going to do it. Um, oh, is the next one mine? Is the next category mine to call in? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we are winding down now we only have it's a serious one this is a serious, serious one. one we only have four more categories and this is actually one of our serious ones best non-diver micro band micro brand piece of 2020 although michael and i i gave michael the caveat he didn't have to choose a 2021 just because we missed 2019 but mine is from 2020 should i go first actually since uh, since you went first last time yeah go for it hands down I don't know how people feel about this brand, but when I saw these new Anordain Model 1s with these Fume dials that they do, mm -hmm. come on. This is gorgeous. Those are really nice. And the brand, you know, they, they came they came onto the scene with a very specific look. Yeah. Um, very, you know, well-established bag of tricks. Yeah. Um, and they're beautiful when we saw them in person. Gorgeous. But they, they completely elevated their offerings with, with these new colored dials. It's just it, totally different this is, and, and a, a good progression for their designs. Yeah. This is why, I, I, I want to explain why this particular Anordain model, um, and just Anordain in general, is my pick for best non-diver micro brand piece and fucking brand, is that they don't care what other trends are going on. They're like, oh, we got to do a dual crown internal bezel diver. Oh shit, we got to do a GMT bezel. It's like, uh, we're just going to do... They're literally treating it as if it were um, a high craftsperson workshop. Yeah. With the enamel dialing that they do and the level of care and effort um, and passion that goes into it. I mean, come on. That embodies everything of what a micro brand is supposed to be. Not people chasing trends and trying to crack the code on what the watch fam wants or, and we've heard this ton, someone trying to recreate the Halios formula. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, none of that is on Anordain, their radar at all. And I remember when I saw this, because this is actually a fairly recent release, when I saw this, I'm like, okay, that's, that's a fucking gorgeous watch. And then yeah. when we were doing this, I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck, yes, that's the one. Because that's the only one that's really stuck with me. Appropriately stuck with me for all the right reasons. So that's my pick. Um, for best non-diver micro brand piece and fucking micro brand, I don't give a shit. 
for 2020. This is Anordain slash the Anordain Model 1 Fume, Fume dial. Uh, Google it, look it up. Hit them up on fucking Instagram or wherever the fuck. I have no idea where the fuck they are. I'm not really good at communication or whatever. But yeah, you guys got to see this thing. It's really cool. So <clears throat> my pick is a little bit different. Um, first of all, it's really hard to find micro brands mm-hmm. that are not doing divers. Right. <laughs> that, that's why, I, that's why I love this category. <laughs> um, but I think we also forget that micro brand doesn't always have to mean affordable. True. Very true. So I'm just, I'm going to pick a watch from a brand that is micro in a sense, uh, but the budget is not micro brand. Okay. I'm in it. (laughs) So this watch kind of stopped me in my tracks. It's also a a recent release. um, And it is the Urwerk EMC Time Hunter. We're stretching, we're stretching the meaning of micro brand, but I, I am with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Th- th- this is this is micro brand, I think, in a different sense. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it's kind of slim pickings when you're when you're thinking about micro brand, uh, or micro brands not not doing divers. This thing is and this, so cool. Yeah, it's like one hundred and fifteen thousand. Um, I still like it. <laughs> but I'll keep it. Uh, you know what? I'll keep it fair. If we want, if we're allowed to pick something from 2019, uh, because we missed that episode, my my honorable mention will be the Gavox Spitfire, yeah, which is a, a little um, kind of a little pilot's watch that he did uh, under the radar. Um, you know, we we wrote about it on the site, and I think it's Quartz also. Yeah. It's super super affordable. Um, you know, and that's that's somebody else that's not really doing divers all the time. Yeah. So those would be my two picks for this. What's happening? Uh, because I, what's happening with this over? This thing is gorgeous. <laughs> it's very asymmetrical, and it has like I've never liked anything from them. Yeah. I've never liked anything from them, but this thing is wild. <laughs> yeah. This thing is cool. Yeah, everyone Google it. We can't really describe this thing. U R W E R K Urwerk Urwerk Stormtrooper Time Hunter blah blah blah. You uh you and I'm sure we'll put the show notes and bullshit. So cool. This is a good one. Love that. It's, it looks like the running seconds are the top top right hand corner power reserve bottom left hand corner i don't know what this em control panel is where you see amplitude and oh and then you can i think you can there's a little there's a little um screw in the back that says fine tuning and i guess you can adjust something back there on your own interesting i like this no I need to squeeze money from peasants. Urverk integrates <laughs> <And Urberk laughs> integrates this movement with its unique EMC module to allow wearers to easily check movement accuracy and health on the fly by using the large retractable crank lever recessed to the case side. Wearers can charge a miniaturized magneto, maybe the magnet, that powers a tiny electronic control circuit. This circuit runs a laser diode and sensor array, very similar to, I'm assuming, the Death Star, aimed at the bounce wheel or Alderaan, measuring the rate deviation and amplitude 
comparing them to the internals. Okay, listen, Perverk, can you pivot your guys just knock out Cold Fusion? I think the world would really just be a better place <laughs> for that. And not this. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. I like it. Uh, oh, man, we got to do this. Um, okay, three more. Three more uh, categories. Is the next one mine or yours? I think yours. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, fuck. Ha, uh, uh, uh. Ah, oldie, oldie but a goodie. By oldie, I mean we did it last year too. Best watch to wear in the midst of an existential crisis. Something I'm pretty sure we've all gone through different stages of in 2020. Um, yeah. What's your pick? I, I shared my pick first last time. What's your pick? Or if you don't have one, I can do mine. It's, uh, I gotta, I gotta pick the, um, Forget the name of them. I forget the name of the model. You you go you go first. I just have to pick the right one. Uh, so I want to send you the actual link. My best watch to wear in the midst of an existential crisis. I'm quite fond of this watch. Let me see. Make sure this is the Moser and Co. Streamliner Centre Seconds. Center Seconds. I guess. I like this watch for a lot of reasons as an existential crisis watch. There's something very grounding about the watch. There's also something very nostalgic about the design of the watch, you know? And I feel like it could be a really good ennui watch, a really good sexy depression uh, uh, watch. I like the integrated bracelet. I find something very pleasing and soothing about the design, which is something I think I would want, you know, when I was caught in the throes of an existential crisis. Uh, price mm -hmm. on this... Uh, a cool $21,000. Not bad. <laughs> Some people are paying more for Daytonas today. <sighs> yeah, but that's that's my choice. I, I know you're not a giant fan of... Um, or at least you weren't a giant fan of the uh, Steamliner that came out earlier this year. This is a later year release. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's my pick. I, I would like to have an existential crisis with this watch. So I found I found a, a a good article that actually demonstrates what I'm what I'm talking about okay. with with this watch. Uh, my pick would be <laughs> because this watch itself seems like it's having an existential crisis. Uh, this is the JLC Reverso. A tribute reverso duo Michael, where you have Mike, a night a night and day dial. Are we trying to get more hate mail about the about the stupid reverso? Is this a proper pick or an ironic pick? It's it's also kind of ironic because if I if I were to be wearing a, a reverso, I would be going through some kind of existential watch crisis because I don't really like the reverso don't, all that much. We don't like this watch. This was one of our <laughs> overhyped watches. We did an episode of. Um, like most overhyped watches or whatever, and the Reverso was on there, and uh, people didn't agree with us. So, fuck you. Listen to another show. Listen to another boring but show. It, but if I if I were going through a crisis and you know I, I locked myself in my home in a dark room and I was just you know flipping back and forth between night and day until I just <laughs> lose my mind, <laughs> slipping slowly into madness. Yeah, I can see myself wearing this watch. Yeah. Okay. I hear that. <laughs> a nice Jekyll and Hyde situation possibly going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like it. I like it. Walking back and forth in your room, 
flipping tables, repeating Henry Rollins quotes to yourself, you know, the usual stuff. Working out <laughs> in the nude like a proper, proper crisis. I like it. I like it, I like it. Let me write down JLSD. Reverse Uh Two categories left, Michael. Oh, I love this next one. I it, This one's yours. Cue up my other one. Where is this stupid thing? Shall we break script? This- and should I do this while you, should I introduce this one while you yes, frantically? Yes, 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 yes. Nope, nope. This one's easy for me. Okay, good. Because I love this. this. One- I love this one. We did this one last year too. This is the best watch to wear while threatening your daughter's prom date. I don't know why I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. What do you got? What's your pick? And in this case, I I do I do want to wield power. Obviously, you, you right, want right. you want to wield power, but you don't want to you don't want to reveal all of your cards in that one shot. So, mm. I I think of a brand like Langa, and specifically okay. this ridiculous watch. Uh, we talked about this the, watch. The triple split chronograph. <laughs> This is a really nice, successful, intimidating, yelling father watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. see it. Beautiful. Yeah. God dang. God dang. Just kind of get in that kid's face. <laughs> if you don't have her home by nine. Don't mince words. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Shelly's not home by nine, I will literally call the police, find you, and bury you in a field. My field where yeah. I'm building my new hockey stadium. You can track how long it takes them to get to the prom, Hopefully. how long it takes to drive back. You can track three different things. Also, you, if, if, we, if if the kid doesn't know, if if and you can bullshit him, you can say the this dial um, measures my anger. Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing at the bottom? Have the, can that be my anger measure? What is that? I think that's I think that's the power reserve. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> That's the power. Reserve. So when he comes and when you're talking to him, keep it low. But as the night moves on, just charge your watch and send him photos of the power reserve going up. But say like, well, it's 20 minutes till nine. You know what I mean? Like your anger as your anger is going higher. $147,000. I don't know if I'd love my daughter that much. I mean, does it, <laughs> does it come? Can I get it on Affirm or... <laughs> I don't have a daughter. Just to clarify, guys, I'm not a terrible father yet. I don't have kids. Um, this uh, is a good one. The, the Affirm math. <laughs> it's a low point. I think it's someone's life when they're just like, okay, well, hold on. I spend 100 bucks a month on groceries. What if I only spend 50 bucks a month on groceries? And what if I... We've all been there. We've all, what if I only did this and like, I bought that this month, but what if I don't buy it that month? I can maybe make $600 a month for my Affirm payment. For the next ten years, I can probably do that. <laughs> <sighs> let me let me get this down. A long and stony triple split. Rattrapante. I'm not writing all that down. <clears throat> all right, Michael, you ready for mine? I'm ready. This is one. You're actually. Well, this is a this is a, a line that I know you're familiar and fond of, but I don't know how you feel <clears throat> about this particular watch. So, <laughs> I was just looking at these. <laughs> my, my choice, and I have a reason, 
My choice, the best watch to wear while threatening your daughter's prom date, is the Constantine Chaikin Mouse King watch. Uh, this is uh, an offshoot of the Constantine Chaikin Joker series. In particular, this Mouse King watch, it's got the googly-eyed mouse, you see his whiskers, and he's got the stupid tongue rotating. Michael, the only reason I think this is a great watch to, to threaten really anyone with is can you imagine saying horrible things to someone while wearing this goofy ass fucking watch on your wrist? <laughs> I love my daughter. I, I love my daughter more than any you could possibly understand. I will say this: you are not the first boy to bring her home. Yeah, make sure you're not the last. You're like just like really threatening shit while wearing this watch. But I'll do it in such a way where I want the kid to see it while I'm threatening him, and I want him to a lot of lot of finger pointing. I want him to look at my watch. And to hear the terrible things I'm saying, and to just be confused, and I want that idea to haunt him all throughout the is night. That, is that a mouse? Did he have a mouse on his wrist? Because you can't ask that. Well, someone's saying like very threatening things. He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm really sorry, Mister Mirrors. Is that a, are you wearing a mouse watch? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think this is a great this watch. Is great. I love these things. <laughs> Did you see the Santa one? They just yes. made a Santa one. I saw the Santa one. With a beard on the strap. Oh my oh god. god! So that's that's my that that's I think this is because it's it's a great watch to say terrible things to someone with. It's a great watch to threaten someone with. Wow! Only seven to be made. Jeez. Okay. Oof! I didn't see that. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> Got to move fast. You have to get the watch and a daughter. Oh god! One's enough Hopefully. work. Um, <laughs> let's do this, Michael. We have made it. We have made it to the best in 2020 for the TBWS Urology Awards. I'm going to say mine first just because, like I said, it's already been on the list. My best in 2020 is the Vacheron Overseas Perpetual Calendar, or Vacheron Concept Overseas Perpetual Calendar Ultra Thin, literally the exact model that you picked for your um, uh, money to uh, spend money you steal or squeeze from peasants. For me, I had a very much why do birds always sing when you suddenly appear moment when I first saw this watch. And it was the watch along with the other VC releases during um, Watches of Wonders that made me say, yo, dude, Vacheron won 2020. Like, sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then they also had the they had the mini repeater as well, whatever the fuck it was called. Um, was it a mini repeater? What, what was that watch? The Ode de Temp? Temp de Ode? What was that? Probably, probably a minute repeater. <laughs> you remember? You, you remember that watch? Not really. Constantine twenty twenty. So that's that, that's my pick for best in twenty twenty. Is 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 this is this particular watch? So I'm putting that out there. Oh, the watch I'm thinking of that I, I was trying to remember the name of. It is the uh, oh where the fuck did it go? Horse shit! It is. <laughs> Uh, Vacheron Constantine, La Mystique du Temp, Le Cab, oh god, Le Cabinetier's Grand Complications Split Seconds Chronograph. Huh. Minute repeater, second time zone, 30 minute chronograph, split second chronograph, perpetual calendar, regulator tourbillon, retrograde phase, uh, age of the moon, running equation of time, sunrise, sunset. This is the one that had like, like all the crazy shit going on. Like it's a dual sided watch, it had like a bunch of dial, like the dial. This totally blew my mind as well. But yeah, for, for best in 2020, I had to choose that overseas overseas perpetual calendar ultra thin that you chose earlier. I 
I really like that watch. That watch stuck with me. I would have picked that. Um, let's see. I have the time. Uh, people are going to be really upset Good. about my answer. Good. Because we made a whole episode making fun of this watch. And oh, no, Michael. Please don't make us eat our words. The pricing. Uh, but, okay. Let's do it. If it weren't for the price, I'd be so stoked about this watch, but I cannot deny how well it was done. Right. Uh, and this is going to feel like a cop-out because we had a really funny episode about this, but it is, for me, the Ed White Caliber 321 Speedmaster. This is such a... Michael, no. I, I, I understand. I understand. I agree with you. Awesome. Accept the price. Go for it. Awesome, awesome. Except the price, yeah. I, I wish I wish it was more affordable, but just the way that Omega went about remaking this, um, yeah. it looks awful in in stock photos. By the way, uh, if you catch some videos of this thing or see one in real life, it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, it's just a beautiful watch. The movement is insane, uh, and I don't know. My hope is that they they keep messing with this, maybe in, introduce a, a different version that's not so expensive. But top to bottom, this is probably the best the best uh, done release. Okay. I think. This is the one where we did the episode, hey, Omega, here's what we'd rather spend $14,000 on. Is that $14,000 Is that this on. watch? Okay. Yeah. That's this watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we literally did an episode called, hey, Omega, here's what we'd rather spend $14,000 on. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't spend the fourteen k on this, but I have to give the credit. You, you, you recognize how well it done was. Insanely, insanely well done. Yeah. That's it. That is the TBWS Best in Horology Award Show. Michael, do I have time to do a super quick down the line recap? Yeah, go for it. Here we go. TBWS Best Neurology Award Show 2020, the last episode of 2020. Best watch to wear while failing at your home renovation, Casio Utility Marble, or Michael's, specifically Michael's uh, Doxus Up 300. Best watch to complement your exotic cat side hustle, uh, the Casio Dragon Ball Z Limited Edition, because I think it looks like some kind of inflamed cat anus, or appropriately, the Rolet Leopard. Uh, best Rolex, Rolex, best Rolex, god damn it, best Rolex to wear in the hot tub, uh, I chose the Rolex Sky Dweller on Oyster Flex, who the fuck is texting me, but, what the fuck is this person texting me, oh, whatever, dude, uh, I chose the Rolex Sky Dweller on Oyster Flex, Michael appropriately chose the Rolex Yachtmaster 218 karat golds, fucking, uh, boy, 116688, uh, best watch to pine after for so long that your friends get so fed up they just buy it for you. Uh, my choice was the Seabaster Professional 302541, and Michael's was the EcoDrive Pro Master. I wrote Poor Master. Huh. Pro <laughs> poor. I, I get. Yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> poor favor. Pro Master Diver. Uh, next category: best watch to wear while listening to Alex Jones in your bunker. I chose the Richard Mille Tourbillon Chronograph Adventure collaboration with Sylvester Stallone, and Michael appropriately chose the Bear Girl Survivor Master Series. Uh, I guess reference three seven four nine. I don't know why I wrote that down. Uh, next category: best watch to buy with money you steal or squeeze from the peasants. I chose the Roger Dubois Excalibur Superbia. Michael chose my best in 2020 watch, but he chose the Vacheron Constantine Overseas Perpetual Calendar Ultra Thin in Blue. 
That's a beautiful watch. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so impossible to deny how gorgeous that watch is. You know what I mean? Love Vacheron. God. Love Vacheron. Dang. That's a, I'm starting to like them more than AP Oof. recently. It's happening. It's just kind of kind of a big deal. It's a very big deal. Uh, let's see. A best watch to wear on the 4th of July. Michael chose the Timex Camper 36mm. Uh, I chose the Timex Standard Snoopy USA. Both really great, wholesome choices. Uh, next category, best watch marketing for a launch. And by best, we mean uh, the fucking worst. Michael and I both agreed it was the Accutron. Um, just because the marketing didn't have any proper connection with the watch. It didn't meet expectations. It was this two-year-long effort. It was never going to work. Price was an issue, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Runner-up to Zodiac for basically making the colors on the stupid sea wolves just totally meaningless now. Like, it's just, it's just, it's basically like like flavors of M&Ms. Like, it was really fucking cool when the peanut butter ones came out. And now it's just fucking meaningless because there's all different kinds. of this kombucha M&Ms. There's fucking licorice M&Ms. It's all, I mean, there's not, I'm pretty sure neither of those things exist. But, like, Google it. There's more fucking flavors of M&Ms than you give a shit about. Uh, let's see here. Best watch to have food poisoning with. Uh, Michael Ch- I can't believe my butt master. I can't cast mud butt master. Michael chose the Casio mud butt master because we found that the carbon fiber exterior hoses off very well. Uh, I chose the Cartier Privy tank asymmetric because the only way that watch is going to look, gonna look good is if you have fucking food poisoning. For the best non-diver micro brand piece, Michael chose the Gavox Urvik Time Hunter Stormtrooper and gave the runner-up spot to the Gavox Spitfire from last year. I chose the very fucking gorgeous Anordain Model 1 recently released Fume dials. Check them out. Really, really cool. Um... Next category here, we're almost done. Best watch to wear in the midst of an existential crisis. Uh, Michael chose the GLC Reverso Duo, appropriately. Um, I chose the H. Moser & Co. Uh, Streamliner Centre Seconds. Gorgeous watch. Uh, last two, best watch to wear while threatening your daughter's prom date. I chose the Constantine Chaikin Limited Edition Mouse King. And Michael chose the Along & Sone Triple Split Uh I think it has more names that I didn't write down. What are the other names on this watch? I think it's just I, it's the triple, triple split, split chronograph. Perfect. Uh, and best in 2020, I gave it to the Vacheron Constantine Overseas Perpetual Calendar uh, Ultra Thin. Michael gave it to the Omega Speedmaster Caliber 321 Ed White in stainless steel. That is it. Last episode of 2020. It's been an interesting year, Michael. It's been a great yeah, year for us, to, for TBWS. To say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it has been. It has been. It's been a really good year for, for TBWS. We finally upgraded some equipment, literally oh, today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good, you know. Uh, what are your hopes and dreams for 2021 for TBWS? For TBWS, I should qualify that. I have. I, I got to think about that for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting over this year. Well, let's do this. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. We actually got through all the categories. Let us know your thoughts on the choices we had. Let us know your thoughts on um, what some of your own picks for some of these categories would be. It's always so much fun to do these award ceremonies. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us um, You know, this year. Thank you, everyone that supports us on Patreon. Thank you if you use our Amazon affiliate link to also support the show at no extra cost to you. 
happy holidays, happy new year. Again, last episode of the year. Um, oh, any closing words? <clears throat> we'll spend time with your families. Spend time with your families, guys. Hold, hold them close. Yeah. <laughs> Friends, families, focus on what's important because I can promise you this. It's not watches. Watches aren't that no. important, man. All right. And buy beans. Buy beans, buy apparently. Beans. <laughs> buy beans before Mike drives the prices of them up. <laughs> I'm going to call you Dr. Legume, the worst Bond villain. I like it. <laughs> All right. Oh, geez. All right. Any closing words for the kids at home other than buy beans? I guess it's just buy beans, right? That's 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 the, that's beans. the last thing they're going to hear. Say, All right, cool. Uh, buy beans, <laughs> then you won't have to eat your neighbors. Uh, let's do this Michael good episode is it time it's time that's sad time thanks for listening everyone my name is Mike and this is Kaz you have been listening to two broke watch knobs we'll see you guys in 2021 later